Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. On November 8th, join the ACB Scholarship Committee for an information event at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, and 3 p.m. Hawaiian time. The ACB Scholarship Program application period is now open. The application period will be open from November 1st, 2021 through February 14th, 2022. To find out more, tune in to ACB Media 6 or join the Zoom room. For more information about the ACB Scholarships, visit www.acb.org scholarships. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McKellen. Planet Fitness is one of the largest health club chains in the world. You may know Planet Fitness from their commercials as the judgment-free zone or their big top hats that Times Square New Year's Eve revelers wear. The company has teamed up with the American Council of the Blind, National Council on Independent Living, and the Paralyzed Veterans of America, or collectively called the Coalition for Inclusive Fitness, to expand access to accessible exercise equipment. Joining us to talk about this expansion are Coalition for Inclusive Fitnesses, Chief Executive Officer Richard Thessing, American Council of the Blind Executive Director Eric Bridges and disability rights advocate staff attorney, Emily Seelenfrund. Welcome to the show, everyone. Good to be here, Brian. Glad you're all here. Um, Let's go about the room. Introduce yourselves and your organizations. Uh, My name is Rich Thiesing, and uh, I have an organization called Mobility Fitness. And I'm Eric Bridges. Uh, As stated before, I'm the executive director of the American Council of the Blind, uh, leading national member-driven organization of people who are blind or visually impaired. We've got members in every state around the country, and I'm happy to be here with you, Brian. And my name is Emily Seelenfriend. I'm a staff attorney and disability rights advocates. Uh, DRA is a nonprofit legal center with offices in California and New York, where we represent people across the country in high-impact class action work um, on behalf of people with all types of disabilities. Now, are the are you out of the uh, New York office or California office, Emily? Um, I actually switched post in the pandemic, so I started in DRA's New York office, and I decided I'd had enough snow, so now I'm in uh, Berkeley, California. Oh, okay, Berkeley. I know Berkeley. It's a very, very good city. So, Rich, how did you all decide to get together to announce a commitment to expand access to all of that important, accessible exercise equipment for the blind? and visually impaired, and just not them, but all people with disabilities who go to Planet Fitness Clubs? Well, I, I'm, I'm in a wheelchair, and I started out about 13 years ago, went to a bunch of fitness facilities and found there was no equipment there for people in wheelchairs. Um, although equipment existed, it just wasn't in health clubs. And at the same time, I found out there was no equipment being made for blind people and visually impaired. So I started then on a commitment to try to change the fitness industry. Well, now we are, you talked about getting more uh, accessible exercise equipment for people with wheelchairs and also for the blind and visually impaired. Just three groups of people with disabilities, just three of them. I like how Planet Fitness is providing that inclusive and welcoming environment to everybody who comes through their center's doors. Why do you think 
people with disabilities face so many barriers when accessing fitness equipment and even activities? And how does Planet Fitness plan to solve that problem for the blind specifically? So uh, the, the problem, as I mentioned, was that no equipment existed for blind people. Um, but over a number of years, there was a committee uh, meeting to design uh, equipment for inclusive use. And I was on that committee, and we spent a lot of time developing the specifications for blind people. So we're now in a situation where we have designed the machines, and we have two manufacturers that are in the process of developing the machines. And Planet Fitness has committed to placing these machines in their facilities once the machines are, are uh, produced. So it, that's a really, really important thing that Planet Fitness did because they have 2,000 locations, and now it makes it um, – there's a market there, and the, and the manufacturers can see that. So we don't have these machines right away, but within a year or so, they will be available. When they're available, Planet Fitness will put them in their facilities. Who are the manufacturers involved in creating the accessible equipment? Uh, Matrix and uh, Octane Ellipticals, which is uh, owned by True Fitness. Oh, Matrix. I've used their weight machines at my local health club. They're not Planet Fitness, but they're one of those uh, local kind of clubs. Yeah, Matrix is, is quite big, and they're very committed to this. So it's uh, uh, that's been the key holdback is lack of equipment, and uh, Matrix is going to play a big part in the future. So one of those pieces of equipment, I understand, is a dual cable strength machine. Can you tell us how that works, Richard? Uh, yes, the problem with strength machines from a wheelchair user standpoint is that they typically have a fixed seat, so you can't approach it in your wheelchair. And many of the machines, um, the the handles are, you have to stand to reach the handles. So what the dual cable machine does, it, it doesn't have a fixed seat, so you can roll right in to use it. And the mechanism to move the straps is at uh, eye level when you're seated. So it's the only machine in which uh, a user in, in a wheelchair can actually make the adjustments of the, where the hand grips are. So it's a very uh, important machine from that standpoint. And I'd, I'd say on, on, the, on the strength machines, uh, there'll be tactile markings on the weight stack. And for low vision people, the instructions will be uh, more readable than they are right now. And those are not only going to be on the weight machines, but they're going to be on the cardio machines too. These are your bikes. These are your elliptical machines, like your rowers. Uh, yes. Got it. And don't forget about the treadmills and the stair climbers. So they're going to have audible instructions and performance feedback too. I think that's really cool. It's going to help us challenge ourselves to work out even harder and, and increase the intensity and the levels to be able to increase not only our strength, but also strengthen our hearts as well. So these cardio machines are going to be able to be operated by the blind and visually impaired independently. Richard, I understand there's going to be a special symbol, a special symbol that's going to be on these machines to show the people with disabilities that they're accessible, right? Yes. Yes. It, it's uh, 
it'll have the blue cover of the standard uh, uh, disability signs, and there'll be uh, a, a person running. Uh, there'll be a person in a wheelchair um, uh, looking like they're uh, moving fast, and then there'll be a person with a, uh, a a walking stick representing a blind person. And the the point is, these are inclusive machines that can be used by everyone. And Planet Fitness is also going to provide the information about the equipment's rollout at each of its locations on its website and provide customer service. I think customer service is excellent on just using each piece of equipment to its customers. That is super. Emily, what is your and are you as veterans reaction to Planet Fitness's new initiatives to make exercise equal for all blind and visually impaired physical fitness nuts out there? <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm personally thrilled with um, kind of this initiative moving forward. I, uh, like Richard, also use a wheelchair and adaptive fitness has played a huge role in my life. Um, I played wheelchair basketball throughout college and I'm currently very into adaptive rock climbing. And I think kind of what I've learned from those experiences is that, you know, exercise really is for everyone, um, but it's not going to look the same for everyone. And so everyone is going to need um, some sort of adaptive equipment um, to be able to exercise. And so Planet Fitness kind of making this pioneering commitment really does kind of open the the metaphysical door to access for lots of folks. And I think what we're really hoping happens here is that um, Planet Fitness is not the only large provider of uh, fitness equipment in this country. And we hope that other uh, fitness facilities kind of follow their lead and realize, you know, we can do this. It's the right thing to do. It's uh, legally what should be done. And we hope moving forward that we see this in gyms across the country. Mm. So uh, Eric, how's the coalition coalition for inclusive fitness working with organizations around the world to build all the inclusive health communities and provide people with disabilities, the opportunities and equal access to healthy living. Yeah. Well, you know, I, this is, uh, in my view, really the start of uh, of what you know we we expect to be a you know really the the next generation of of technologies that that can be deployed uh, you know in the the health club or or gym scenario you know last uh, last June of 2020 we announced with Peloton that we worked, ACB, American Council of the Blind, worked with them to make their user interface accessible, right, with with their bikes and their treadmills. And now through our work with with Richard and Emily and others, um, you know, to, to, to get large, you know, manufacturers of fitness equipment um, to begin to, you know, produce more equipment and volume of equipment that people who are blind or visually impaired can actually use moving forward as we come out of this pandemic. Um, there, you know, a lot of folks have been been stuck inside. Uh, some have been fearful to come out, and as we get back out uh, and get moving, um, you know, being able to go to a Planet Fitness to to take advantage of this in the you know in the years to come is going to be greatly helpful. Now, have you guys heard from any other health club chains around the U.S. and the world? about whether they're going to add some of this accessible equipment. Uh, how about the local health clubs? I currently attend a uh, locally owned health club near my house. That's not only for adults, but also for kids, and really, essentially, for the whole entire family. Well, we, um, 
we plan to, we're actually in negotiations with a very large uh, fitness provider, and we plan to uh, continue to do that until we have uh, three or four. And once we have that, and once the uh, equipment is start to being produced, then I think um, the effort can be made not only nationally, but internationally. Mm, I, I think that would be wonderful. Um, uh, what about personal training? Let's let's move away from the equipment a little bit into personal training because some of our listeners may want to choose a personal trainer to help work with them on their exercise and even perhaps their nutritional goals. Uh, is there going is Planet Fitness also going to provide more access to personal trainers who can work specifically? with the blind and visually impaired and all people with disabilities? I'm sure that they are. We haven't um, gotten to that point yet. There is a committee, another committee meeting uh, to have uh, standards for trainers and, uh, and trainer training for trainers as well um, in dealing with uh, people with disabilities. And so that's the next generation that I think we're about six months off. And there will actually be standards um, for that, just like there's standards for the equipment. And once that happens, I'm sure that um, Planet Fitness will be very open to uh, uh, to those new guidelines. I think that is all excellent. Um, so let's talk about what is some of the future work that you plan to do in this area to make sure all of this materializes and uh, more people more blind and visually impaired people, young and old, can go to the gym and keep themselves healthy and have fun? Well, I think we're going to rely a lot on our member organizations like uh, American Council of the Blind and Paralyzed Veterans of America and other disability organizations to use their uh, networks, the social media networks and other kind of networks to get the word out. Um and I think uh, the industry, I don't think we can rely on the industry particularly, but I think we can rely on the disability community. And they're so connected to the social media network. Uh, I believe that's probably the best way to get the word out. Yeah, and Brian, uh, ACB has a, it's called the Get Up and Get Moving campaign that we launched. It's a three-year campaign to really focus on health and wellness and literally getting up and, and, and getting moving. So whether that's walking down the street, um, whether that's hopping on a, an elliptical in your home, or if it's going uh, to a health club or a gym to work out, the, the focus for us is having people uh, get up, get moving, begin to take back their health. The last 18 months have not been kind to us. Um, as you know, many of us can probably uh, attest to uh, in our own lives, uh, lives with the lack of uh, being able to, to get out at times. So uh, the Get Up and Get Moving campaign has a, an advocacy component, among other things, to, to do outreach with you know, manufacturers, with, with companies that are in the exercise and fitness space to alert them of uh, you know, ACB's desire, much like was done here with Planet Planet Fitness, but and, and Peloton, but but to others as well to say, hey, look, you know, we we want to to begin to take back our health. We want uh, access 
to these uh, services that are being provided, and how can we how can we help? Brian, I think the the health aspect is so important here. This is it's not just an access issue; it's a health issue, and the statistics on people with disabilities being uh, much more obese and diabetics. Um, it's striking. And these are conditions that can be prevented or ameliorated by physical activity. And for many people with a disability, the only way to get physical activity is a machine, exercise machine. And it's so ironic that uh, all the people that are in the health clubs on these treadmills, they can run or walk outside. They don't need a machine. And those of us that need a machine haven't been provided that opportunity. Um, so uh, it's, it's going to make a big difference uh, in terms of the health of people with disabilities. And it's, it's hard to believe it's over 30 years since the ADA was passed, and we haven't had this. But we're, we're about to have it. And uh, I certainly thank you for uh, having this podcast and uh, promoting the use of exercise equipment. I think definitely having that accessible exercise equipment and just being able to get out and exercise for all of us is so important just to stay healthy. Um, Is there anything else you all would like to add? Actually, yeah. A a data point, if I could. Okay. The leading cause of of blindness among uh, working age individuals these days is diabetic retinopathy. And, you know, so much of that, uh, can be m- greatly mitigated by folks uh, exercising regularly and, and and watching their diet. And uh, it's 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 quite unfortunate. But as Richard was saying, uh, you know, it leads into a sedentary lifestyle. Uh, you know, the lack of control of a diet or one's, you know, willingness to take control of, of the diet and, and just to be physically active. And so, you know, it's, it's our hope that through this work uh, with, with Richard and Emily and folks at PVA and, and Nickel, um, you know, that it's Planet Fitness and then it's the next, and then it's the next organization that we can uh, work with to, to unlock um, the accessibility uh, to, to this equipment so that we can continue to take back our health. Yeah, that accessible equipment will be the key to our health. Everyone, I think our listeners are ready to improve their health and fitness and look forward to visiting their local Planet Fitness or do whatever workout they love to do. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My show archive is at speaking-out-for-blind.pinecast.co. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening. And remember to speak out. The American Council of Blind Lions, ACBL, is the affiliate that roars, and that's no lion. ACBL holds monthly conference calls and ACB convention events that help people who are blind or visually impaired 
Become more involved in local Lions Clubs. Find out more. Call 502-897-1472 or email lions.acb at gmail.com. The American Council of Blind Lions, ACBL, is the affiliate that roars, and that's no lion. ACBL holds monthly conference calls and ACB convention events that help people who are blind or visually impaired become more involved in local Lions Clubs. Find out more. Call 502-897-1472 or email lions.acb at gmail.com. Thank you for calling the ACB radio and information line brought to you by Xenomedia. 518-906-1820. That's 518-906-1820. Hello, this is Dan Spoon, President of the American Council of the Blind. I just want to give a big hip, hip, hooray out there to our tremendous membership that does such a great job. The American Council of the Blind plays an important role in the daily lives of blind and visually impaired individuals all over the country. Whether it's making products and services more accessible for the blind, advocating for appropriate education for blind students, issuing scholarships to deserving college students, fighting for accessible currency, along with a host of other issues, it takes contributions from all of us. You can help by joining the Monthly Monetary Support Program, MMS. It's a great opportunity for members and friends to make sure these efforts continue. What ACB does enhances all of our lives. For more information, go to our website, acb.org, click on the donations link, go to the MMS tab, and enter. Or call 612-332-3242. Do you love to read but struggle to see print? Bookshare is a nonprofit ebook library that makes reading easier for people with low vision or blindness. Members can read in ways that work for them with ebooks in audio, large print, and digital braille. Get unlimited access to over 1 million titles, including New York Times bestsellers, periodicals, upskilling books, and more. Bookshare is free for New York Public Library patrons or U.S. students with a qualifying disability. For more information, visit Bookshare.org today. The following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. An affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry, promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. You are listening to ACB Media One, also known as Mainstream, the flagship of the ACB Media Network. The ACB Media Network is a service of the American Council of the Blind. Please visit us at acbradio.org.